financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, stay tuned because later on the show, we're going to have a special offer for you, so don't change the channel. Now, today, we're going to talk about legacy planning. You've worked hard saving money for your future and any loved ones or organizations that you care about. Now, it may be easy to feel overwhelmed by the legacy planning process, but there are steps you can start taking today to make the process less daunting. Well, that's why you're here, right, Eric? I mean, that's you're right. here to help us with that process. Lay it out. I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin without you as far as legacy planning, especially in financial planning and income planning. Uh, it all ties together, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it does. So I think it's going to be a good topic because... Uh, a lot of this is something I think a lot of people put off and, and don't realize, obviously, how important it is. But you don't want to leave your spouse or your family in a in a in a bad situation, and you want to be prepared and have a peace of mind. You don't have to worry about it. So, uh, I think it's really good. But before we get into that, as always, as I always do at the beginning of every every show, Eric, uh, I'd like to sing you a song. Sing everyone a song. Oh wait, no, All right, Let's no, do that's it. not what I do at the beginning of each show. Uh, uh, you don't want that. No one wants that. Uh, no, I think we'd love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as it's not the Barney song, because I heard enough of that when my kids were small. I love you. I love <laughs> no Barney song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to ask how, you do, how you're doing. Uh, have you had a busy week? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, we've had lots of uh, springtime weather, showers, uh, and everyone's grass is looking good. My lawn is looking like, oh my God, I've got to get on it the, uh, again this weekend. But you and uh, me both. Yeah, everything's great. We have water. We live in the desert and water's been falling from the sky. We're so happy. We're rejoicing. Wow. That's great. Yeah. It's always good. Yep. It's always good when it rains in Reno, right? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. We'll take every little drip yeah, we, we get. Will. Well, I, I I assume that Nevada Retirement Planners has been busy. Are you meeting with uh, clients and uh, listeners and things like that? Well, absolutely. Yes, I always have a place to go, a place to be, uh, and a time to be there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, life is good. Yeah. So, well, Eric, I know how busy you are, and I know that you travel once in a while, too, and that mm -hmm. you're always constantly meeting with people. 
if for some reason during this show our listeners have a question for you, uh, they can just call your office and they can set up a time mm-hmm. to have a complimentary consultation or you'll get back to them. Sure. What's that phone number? Yep. Uh, it's 775-674-2222. All right. Well, let's dive into it. Uh, maybe you can help me out here because uh, I've heard two terms that I thought may mean the same thing, but I wasn't sure. Explain the difference between legacy planning and estate planning to me or to us. Hmm. Well, I guess uh, the difference, uh, it depends on the person, I suppose. Uh, you know, some people believe that legacy planning is the same as estate planning, and it simply refers to what happens to your assets after you pass away. Uh, but estate planning typically refers to ensuring uh, that you have a will, a power of attorney. Uh, so you think of the basics of the legal process. Um, whereas legacy, legacy planning, I think, is more comprehensive. Thinking about how to extend your long-term view of what happens to your assets beyond uh, just the next generation, for example. Well, sure. You want to extend that uh, to what's going to happen when you're gone. You don't want to leave a mess for people to sort through. Um, but why do you think people put off legacy planning? I mean, that this is something that I know my wife and I have procrastinated about in the past mm-hmm. uh, and that you keep telling us and others, hey, you got to incorporate this. You got to do it right away, right? Why do people mm-hmm. put it off, though? I think uh, a lot of us are our natural instinct is like, look, I'm young. I'm not there (laughs) yet. Why do I need to plan about what happens to me? You know, I'm, I'm still Superman. I've still got the cape on. I'm, I'm still showing off for the wife. Look, honey, look what I can do. Uh, And so we don't want to think about, you know, when the end finally arrives. So, you know, I think it's natural for folks. and, and it's just an uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to talk about what happens when they're gone. So, um, and, and it's not like folks don't want to leave anything to their loved ones. I, you know, when I get into this topic with clients, um, it's just the opposite. Uh, and sometimes people feel like, uh, like it's egotistical to talk about what I have left behind. Look at what I've uh, amassed, you know. They might struggle with the idea of admitting that they have something that is of enough value uh, that it will be preserved. Um, I've talked to people with concerns that legacy planning gives them the feeling of, you know, this look at the things I am and how great I am. And they're uncomfortable with the idea of preserving their name and their story. And, you know, I just like to remind them that that's that's not true. Uh, it might sound egotistical for a minute, but I think folks should be proud uh, that they've worked and become their best self and they have the means to leave something to future generations. Uh, legacy planning typically includes, you know, some helpful professionals that will help you create a plan that's based off of your unique situation Uh, and goals. Uh, You usually need to evolve attorney who's going to be able to create and look over the legal structure and what type of vehicle uh, that will carry on your legacy, like uh, perhaps a living trust. Uh, Then there's tax professionals that can help integrate tax planning into a legacy plan. And finally, you should work with a trusted financial services professional that will be able to take care of your financial planning aspects. Uh, So instead of looking at legacy planning 
as preserving who you are. I like to think of it as a way to preserve your life's work and helping to further your purpose and whatever impact that you wanted to leave on the world. Yeah. Well, and that's huge. I mean, you covered a lot of great points and tips there. It's a, it, it's a wake up call, but what about the people who say, uh, you, you kind of briefly touched on this, but what about those people that say they're worried about ruling from the grave, quote unquote, uh, their legacy plans? I don't know. I, I don't think it's a phrase that's that's very applicable because it implies that you're controlling your heirs. Um, I don't I don't see that with clients that I work with. Granted, that may be how some people want it to be seen, but I think it's a lot more about liberation and protecting the wealth and assets you had. After all, uh, they're still your assets. So your legacy plan should be set up for your heirs for continuing your purpose and wishes long after you're gone. It's less about controlling than it is an, uh, about empowering those uh, that you love. Um, and and I've, I've seen it uh, where folks have really good legacy plans and, and ones that they don't. And I've seen the aftermath. And believe me, you know, these are decisions that are best left with uh, the person that has the assets uh, in, in creating this legacy plan. It, uh, as opposed to just letting uh, whoever's left behind sort it out. I mean, that's just, uh, that's something you don't want to put on anybody. Right. And, and I would agree with that for sure. And uh, do you, now, do you have people, is this a big part of what you do with your clients, legacy planning? And is it something that people ask about or that comes up? Well, both. Uh, people ask about it. And it's something that uh, is a matter of business practice uh, I get into with clients. Um and, and it's good to know that, you know, just from practical standpoints, going back, Tony, in, in, in estate planning, there's living documents like uh, powers of attorney. And because oftentimes people go, you know, I don't worry about I'm not going to worry about what happens when I'm dead yet. But I'll say, well, what happens when you're alive? And they go, what? Well, what happens if you and your wife are driving your car, you get banged up in a car wreck and you both end up in the hospital? Now, who's going to make medical decisions for you in that emergency situation when you can't make them for yourself? This is where a medical power of attorney comes in uh, and maybe a financial power of attorney as well. So these are things that uh, are incorporated into financial planning, legacy planning, if you will. Uh, And those are living documents. Those are things that could be used uh, and very necessary when someone's still alive but they are very much incorporated into a legacy plan. So, uh, you know, I've heard it all where people say, why am I doing this or why should I think about it? But uh, I like to have a conversation with it about new clients to certainly understand where they're at uh, with their assets and, and if they have a plan and certainly open the discussion that if they have not done any legacy planning, then uh Perhaps I can be uh, of assistance to get the ball rolling. I have an excellent attorney that specializes uh, in estate planning. That's all he does. He doesn't do general law or family practice or anything like that. He just does uh, uh, estate planning, does wills, trusts, powers of attorney, so on and so forth. Uh, I've just had uh, to update my own estate planning documents, if you will, because a lot of my clients know that I have an adult uh, son. He's 25, just turned 25 a couple weeks ago, who is autistic. 
And so uh, I've just had to uh, update a, a special needs trust that I've created for him uh, to make sure that uh, his care will always be uh, uh, addressed yeah. uh, if I'm here or not here, uh, which I want to make sure that that's, that's done. And, and in his case, I, I definitely don't want to hurt him if something happens to right. me. Um, uh, financially, uh, because he's very, very vulnerable, uh, financially. So this is something I just had my attorney update. And, uh, and so it's not always, uh, uh, situations where someone's passed away, uh, that involves legacy planning, but just to start the process, uh, believe me. Uh, and, and I'll tell you this, Tony, most folks that go through the process and, and create a, a legacy or create some kind of, uh, uh, vision for what's going to happen after they're gone with their assets. They may not love the process or even starting the conversation, but they always like the outcome when it's all done. They like the feeling that it gives them uh, when they know they've done this and everything's set up to where uh, certainly there's not going to be any harm that's going to come to their family, uh, their beneficiaries if they pass away and things are going to be in order. Right. Uh, and see, great points. It, it really pays to uh, that was a good illustration. I mean, you used yourself as an example, and I know that you work hard alongside estate planning attorneys uh, to help your clients uh, make sure that all their ducks in a row and they have their legacy and estate planned out. Now, we have to take yep. a quick break here, Eric. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we do? Well, sure. I just want you know to encourage the folks listening, whether you're feeling overwhelmed by the idea of creating a legacy plan or... You just want to make sure that the plan you have is sound. We're here to help. So stay tuned. We're going to talk more about the importance of legacy planning, where to begin. Uh, to learn more about me and my company, visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com. Or like Tony mentioned earlier in the show, just give me a call at the office at 775-674-2222. I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. All right. Yeah. And uh I think it's a great offer for our listeners out there. Listeners, pick up the phone. Give Eric a call. He's a great guy to chat with, sit down and talk to. But stay tuned. We're going to be right back to talk more about legacy planning issues with our host, Eric Cheek, on Financially Tuned right after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. Without a Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners, and as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, the title of the show is Planning Your Legacy. Now, in the first segment of the show, we talked about legacy planning and some of the common misconceptions people have, including, uh, you know, the idea might seem self-centered that someone wants to preserve their, you know, their legacy uh, when in reality, it's more about allowing your purpose to be carried out and continue to impact uh, the world once you're gone. In my case, uh, uh, certainly I want to make sure that my son will be taken care of uh, 
after I'm gone. So I want to make sure that the impact with him is is uh, going to be minimal. Uh, we've also clarified that legacy planning doesn't mean that you'll be ruling from the grave because it's not about controlling your heirs in the future. It's more about empowerment. Well, it is about it is about empowerment, and it's also about peace of mind, having a peace of mind, knowing it's taken care of. Thanks for that recap, though, Eric. Are there any other misconceptions that you've seen people have about legacy planning that maybe we should touch on or know about? Yeah, here's the number one. I get this a lot. People think or they assume that legacy planning is for wealthy people. I used to think that, and I'll be honest. It, that that's that's just it, it's kind of natural. And now that I'm wealthy, you know, I, I don't, don't have think enough that money anymore. to to do this. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I think in reality, everyone has a legacy. Uh, whether you own a successful company or you're a school teacher, you'll be you'll leave something behind when you yeah. die. Uh, the question isn't about whether or not you will leave something, but what will your legacy be? Uh, another thing is, uh, it's often thought of regarding legacy planning that's too overwhelming and people don't know where to get started. So that's where the procrastination, they get the default. You know, I don't know where to start and it's not something I really wanna do, so uh, I'm just not gonna do anything. But I'll tell you, legacy planning does not have to be difficult. Uh, it can be a, a complex process, but having the support of trusted and experienced professionals can really help uh, significantly. Yeah, yeah, uh, obviously. And that makes sense. So obviously it's really important to have that legacy plan in place then, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, there's a lot of reasons that uh, you should set up a legacy plan and having a comprehensive plan in place, I think really gives people confidence uh, about the future and those they love, ensuring they're gonna be taken care of properly. Uh, legacy plans can help provide the financial stability and support to your spouse. Now, I tell you what, when I press people, when I have a husband and wife in here and I press them uh, and, and they give me an offhanded, ah, things will be fine, my wife will be just fine when I'm gone. When I press them on it uh, and I ask them, really, you wanna make, you don't wanna ensure that your spouse is gonna have financial stability and, and, and uh, they come around. Most people, I think, are like that. We love our our, our wives, our husbands, whatever, our family, and we really want to take care of them. But sometimes just the process of starting it is, is, is tough. Um, but, you know, we want to talk about the positive things, preserving assets for heirs. Uh, a lot of, oftentimes I have clients that, that have charities or causes that they feel real strongly about. Well, let's Let's put it down to make sure that those causes or those charities are uh, are going to know about your legacy, uh, and we want to ensure that assets are distributed according to your wishes, uh, and we want to factor in taxes and expenses that may happen. Uh, you know, the tax man still wants to get paid even when we uh, pass away. You know, unless we die on January first and there's no income uh, in that first day, they're still going to want an income tax return filed. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, obviously, uh, taxes come into play here, uh, and it makes sense to plan out your legacy so you uh, don't leave somebody with a, a major tax issue. Uh, talk mm -hmm. a little bit more, though, about the legal document side of all this. Like, uh, what's the difference between a will and a trust? Mm, that's a good question. So once you know the goals of your legacy, you have to choose what document you would like to use to carry out your wishes. 
Typically, it comes down to a will or trust. A will or a last will and testament can let you communicate how your assets should be administered, to whom, how they should be distributed, and who will manage them after your death. Uh, if you pass away without a will in place, your assets will be distributed according to the laws of your state. Uh, now, in Nevada, each county has a county administrator, uh, and they basically are assigned with the task of, uh, of taking care of those issues right there. Uh, so there's no guarantee that your assets will be distributed how you wish them to. Uh, a trust, on the other hand, creates a legal arrangement that holds assets for a beneficiary. Uh, and, and, and trust can be tailored to meet any goals and concerns that you have. A trust can work in coordination with your will or even be a substitute of your will because it can spell out how your assets will be handled and divided when the time comes. Yeah. Now, maybe you could talk to us a little bit more about how we begin this whole process of legacy planning. Where do we start? Well, I just touched on it when we signed off on our last break. And as we discussed earlier, you're going to need a team of qualified professionals, starting with a, a trusted attorney that specializes in legacy planning. Now, when it comes to your first meeting with them, you should bring any notes that you have regarding your goals and objectives when it comes to transferring assets, information about your intended beneficiaries, including names, birth dates, uh, any concerns you have regarding any of your beneficiaries, uh, a list of any assets you have, uh, any outstanding debts you have, life insurance policies, and lastly, any copies of legacy planning documents you might already have. Uh, now, what my attorney does is uh, we just email a little uh, uh, series of forms that my clients uh, complete uh, in their own home, and it kind of does all the homework that he needs to get started. Uh, so what you do is you compile everything at home uh, on your own time frame, and then when you set the first appointment for a consultation uh, with the attorney, uh, you already have the basics gathered. Uh, then you can discuss in detail as to is to uh, what your uh, specific needs and wants are. So, uh, but you got to have a trusted professional. I do not think that it is wise to download off of one of the uh, legal websites, oh, yeah, you know, no. just download the documents and do it yourself and, and think that's going to yeah, cut no. it. Uh, besides, if you need clarification, who do you ask? Do you go on a, a blog and, and start asking questions about legacy planning and hopefully you get the correct answer? I think it's important to establish uh, a relationship with a trusted professional attorney that you can go back to when you have changes that you need to be implemented uh, as, as, uh, as we age and family dynamics change, for example. You can go right back to the same attorney and have them uh, amend uh, a trust or make a codicil to a will or something like this. And so I, I don't think this is something that people should undertake on their own. So I just think that you start with a professional right there, gather all the documents you have and, and, uh, and, and start from yeah, there. Yeah. Good call. Uh, I would, ag I would agree with that. I think it's great advice. So once you, uh, work with the professional team there and create a personalized plan, then what? Well, uh, you may think that that's it. You don't have to do anything else. But I think it's important to start preparing your beneficiaries. I think you should begin helping them understand how things will go 
once you pass away and what they should expect when it comes to their inheritance. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what kind of strategies do you have for the next steps once you have that plan in place? Well, uh, before you talk to your beneficiaries, I think that you need to prepare yourself mentally because uh, uh, they may not be happy as to what's what what's going to happen. So uh, make sure you wear lots of padded clothing and wear a helmet uh, in case uh, they're not happy with the discussion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wear a helmet. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. Think so. No, I've had clients plenty of times. I said, "Look, we can just come in and go through this with uh, with the family here, and I can just be the neutral third party that just explains how things are, you know. And uh, if that if that's what needs to happen, let's do it. But uh, yeah, I think that one of the first steps is just to get organized, and then once you're organized, stay yeah. organized. Uh, it's important that your loved ones know where your debts are, for example, and where your assets are held." I mean, we don't want to have a scavenger hunt when somebody passes away. Well, I think they had a mutual fund with uh, so-and-so ever at Edward Jones, but I'm not sure. And I think they banked at Bank of America, but maybe they had more than one. You know, you don't want to go through that and you don't want your heirs to go through that. So they need to know where your assets are held uh, and the professionals that you have a relationship with. From there, it may be beneficial to put it all in writing. You can write a simple letter of instruction that details important information that will help your heirs, like where can they find vital information, uh, any funeral and burial preferences that you may have, uh, information regarding daily tasks that you've handled, and anything else you'd need to inform them of. Now, we've made it super easy for our clients here at Nevada Retirement Planners. Uh, we have what's called our Generational Vault Service, and we've had uh, many of our clients that uh, once they have completed their legacy planning uh, with their attorney, that they upload uh, to cloud storage through our generational vault, all their legacy planning documents. And then they inform their beneficiaries, family members, kids, whatever, that uh, if anything happens, uh, you can access all these important documents. You don't have to go on the uh, scavenger hunt to find the will, the trust, the powers of attorney, all these things. They're conveniently located where they can be accessed 24 seven, seven days a week. Uh, anywhere you can get an internet connection, you can log on and, and uh, download those important documents. So uh, these are just kind of housekeeping things that uh, that help. But, uh, you know, I can't stress how important it is that you just talk with your beneficiaries ahead of time. You know, the passing of a loved one, it's, it's like the worst day of people's lives when they lose someone like that. It, and it's overwhelming to say the least. Uh, incredibly stressful. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be further complicated by uncertainties. So start having conversations with your loved ones yeah. now. Let them know if you have legacy plans, that you have them in place, and anything you'll need to be aware of or to do once you pass away. Uh, it also helps to communicate who's gonna be responsible for specific tasks ahead of time. Another thing that could be largely beneficial is to begin educating your family members, your beneficiaries. If they have little experience or understanding of investing or legacy planning, it would never hurt to start educating them now so they'll have some confidence and know what to do when the time comes. Yeah, a great advice. It's been a great show, but unfortunately we're out of time. Eric, is there anything else you wanna add before we go? Well, as always, I'm hoping that our listeners uh, got something out of the show today and they have a better idea 
of uh, some of the legacy planning tips that you might want to take advantage of. Uh, you can drastically minimize the emotional impact of your passing on your family by having uh, a proper plan in place and also take the time to properly prepare your beneficiaries ahead of time. Help make the transition as seamless as possible for your loved ones. Um, so again, if you're feeling overwhelmed at all this or just want another opinion on your unique situation, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to work with you. If you have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate to pick up the phone. Give me a call. I'm at 775-674-2222 and I'm happy to help. Yeah. A really great show today, Eric, and I know that you're happy to help. Uh, you've helped so many clients over the years, and I know that you'd love our listeners to reach out to you and set up that complimentary consultation. What's that phone number one more time? It's 775-674-2222. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 